Hi, I'm TJ Thomas, and this is Therapy Thursday, a weekly collection of short and sweet, bite-sized therapy tips to help your mental wellness journey. Let's jump in. Hey there, welcome back to Therapy Thursday. This is episode 119, Attachment Styles 101. So attachment styles are a really, really important piece in a lot of therapy work. A lot of therapists use this as a foundational piece for helping relationship issues in a wide variety of contexts. Attachment styles is a very deep, deep subject that you can, man, you can study for years and still not have learned everything about attachment styles. So of course, in today's very brief episode, we won't be able to get into everything about it. But I want to explain to you just the foundational principles of it and a little taste of what it is so you can see if maybe it's something that you'd like to explore further on your own or if maybe it's something you'd like to talk about more with your own therapist. So at its most basic foundational level, attachment styles are the relationship patterns that we develop as children, usually based on the way our parents or caregivers reacted to our needs. So when we expressed a need as a child, depending on the way that those needs were met, or maybe depending on the way those needs weren't met, we learned rules about the way the world works, about the way relationship works, about our place in the world. And we started to build this foundational view of how things work in the world based on that. And so it becomes the lens through which we view relationships as adults. And this is all types of relationships, family, friends, romantic, whatever. Now, I like to think of attachment styles as a standard X and Y axis graph. So down at the origin, uh, at zero, zero in the corner of this graph, is what we would call secure attachment. And then let's say the x-axis is avoidant and the y-axis is anxious. Now what this means is that you can be anywhere on this graph. Being at absolute zero means you have a perfect 100% secure attachment. to be perfectly frank, that person doesn't really exist. (laughs) All of us have some combination of avoidant or anxious. So when I'm thinking about this, I think of it more in ranges, that if I'm in the bottom quadrant of this, then I'm secure. Even if I lean a little bit more avoidant or a little bit more anxious, I'm mostly secure. If we go to the extremes of either X or Y without being too far into the other one, then those quadrants is where we would say someone is avoidant attached or anxious attached, depending on where they're finding themselves. Of course, what this also means is just like on a standard X and Y graph, you could be high on both avoidant and anxious, putting you up at the far top corner of the graph, which would be what we call disorganized attachment. So let's give you just a very brief crash course on what these attachment styles are. So let's start with anxious. Someone who is anxiously attached has a lot of fears of being alone. It creates a lot of anxiety when they think about being abandoned, rejected, being alone. They, they don't trust themselves very much in that way. They're more likely to be constantly seeking approval or responsiveness from their partner. This sometimes comes out in tests. They will text something and see, well, if my partner really loves me or really cares about me, they'll respond in this way. Do things to try to prove to themselves that their partner still loves them because that can be a very big source of anxiety and insecurity. They're very worried that their loved one isn't as invested as they are in the relationship. Typically, someone with anxious attachment has a negative view of self and a more positive view of others. So they usually won't view themselves very well, but will have a very high image of their partner. And so their partner gives them a lot of this validation. So they need this partner. So this creates this anxious feeling of needing to have this relationship, which can tend to make an anxious person seem to be uh, what we might call clingy. So now an avoidantly attached person is kind of the opposite end of the spectrum. Uh, They usually have a kind of lone wolf perception. Uh, They may feel like trusting others or getting into relationships is just a way to get hurt. And so they just push away from it. 
they feel like they don't need a relationship to be complete. Uh, so they don't want to depend on others or have someone depend on them. They usually are the types of people who will avoid emotional closeness, be, be more closed off, suppress their feelings. Uh, they'll be the type to push away in a relationship if things are getting too close. Typically, an avoidant attached person will have higher self-esteem, a more positive view of self and self-reliance, and a more negative or distrustful view of others, which is why they like to avoid the relationships. And now, like I said, you can be a little avoidant or a little anxious or a little of both, and you can still be mostly secure. What is very interesting, though, is that I see constantly in relationships that an avoidant person will almost always find an anxious person and vice versa, because it creates this kind of codependent synergy where one person is pushing away and the other person is chasing and both of them enjoy the push and pull of that in their own little way. And this is incredibly common and it usually scales. So if someone is incredibly avoidant, they usually find someone incredibly anxious. But if someone's just a little avoidant, they usually find someone who's just a little bit anxious. Now, if you have high levels of both anxious and avoidant, this is what we call anxious avoidant. But in order to avoid confusion, we also call it disorganized attachment. This means that the relationship or their partner is simultaneously a source of desire and fear that they want the intimacy, but also distrust it. Uh, they have a heavy fear of being hurt, but they're unsure which direction to go to avoid the hurt. Should I be more in the relationship or less in the relationship? This can cause really extremes of moods and really extremes of desires that can shift very quickly. It creates very unpredictable patterns in relationships. Typically, this person has a negative view of both themselves and others, which makes it very hard for them to understand what they want or where to go to get what they want. So a secure attachment style now is the last one we have. And this is in this, what I would say, the origin point of this XY graph, right? A secure attachment style person is comfortable expressing their emotions openly. They're usually someone who is dependable in a relationship and is trusting of their partner to depend on them. They thrive in relationships and can do really well, but also don't fear being alone. Usually a secure person has both a positive view of themselves and others. And of course, like I said, a person can have some small tendencies towards avoidant or anxious and still be considered overall a secure attachment. So there's a lot of estimates out there about these different attachment styles and how much of the population is which of them. From what I've seen, it usually lands somewhere around the fact that disorganized is a really small percentage of the population, somewhere around 5 to 10%. And after that, it's a pretty even split uh, with approximately 30% uh, of the population being more avoidant, approximately 30% being more anxious, and approximately 30% being more secure. Now, of course, these are very, very broad estimates because it's really hard to know exactly what it is. The good news about attachment styles is that since it's just an outlook on the world, it's just thought-based and belief-based. And there's a lot of work that you can do either on your own or with a therapist to start moving yourself towards secure attachment. So like I said, this is just a very, very, very basic foundational crash course in attachment styles. There is, you know, a near infinite number of resources about attachment styles out there on the internet. And you can, you know, speak with your own therapist about which attachment style you think you might have or, or how you might be able to move yourself towards the origin of that graph and get a little bit more secure in your attachment styles. That's our Therapy Thursday for today. Thanks so much for being here. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to request for a future episode, please send me a message on Instagram at TJ Counseling. And with that, I will see you next week. Take care, friends.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Therapy Thursday. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review or rating wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, please remember that this is a podcast, it is not therapy, and should not replace treatment by a licensed mental health care provider. You can find me on Instagram at TJCounseling or TJCounseling.com for more therapy resources. Thank you.